with Radio On The Go News, Brian Fancher reporting. The latest U.S. Drought Monitor report shows that through a Tuesday, the coverage area for the abnormally dry category in Iowa dropped over 1% from last week to 15.49%. However, there were slight increases in the coverage areas of the moderate and severe drought categories. Just under 2% of the state has no drought listed this week, which is from parts of Jackson, Clinton, and Scott counties in the eastern part of Iowa. Locally, there was little change in drought coverage in the past week, with the majority of the broadcast area remaining in a severe to an extreme drought. The Thornton City Council this week received information from the group called Mission Thornton concerning the early stages of the group looking into construction of a splash pad for the community. Group representatives told the council that they want to keep the city updated and in the loop each step of the way. They added there is still a long way to go and a lot of research to do before going any further with the idea. This week, the Rowan City Council received an update on a playground equipment purchase. The city clerk reported that the city of Alexander also ordered equipment from the same vendor as Rowan, and the lead time was not as long as stated as the equipment was delivered several months earlier. The Rowan Council discussed ideas to store the equipment if it arrives earlier than expected, and also discussed fundraising efforts. The Belmont City Council this week approved updates to the employee handbook. The Belmont Council approved an update concerning the shoe boot allowance as the public works employees are required to wear certain safety shoes. These employees will receive an allowance each year of up to $200 for the shoes. Another update approved by the Belmont Council concerns holidays and vacations. The update adds Christmas Eve Day as a holiday and changes the language to allow for 120 hours of vacation to be carried over a given year. Today, the Hampton City Council will hold a public hearing on the city's comprehensive land use plan and will then consider adoption of said plan. The Hampton Council will consider a resolution of support and financial commitment for the Main Street program in the city. And the Hampton Council will consider an ordinance amendment concerning the Peddlers, Solicitors, and Transient Merchants registration fee. The Hampton City Council meets later today, 6 p.m. at City Hall. Today, the Iowa Falls City Council will hold a special meeting and will discuss and consider revisions to a development agreement with Nimrod Meets. will consider approval of the city's capital improvements program and will consider renewal of the city's health insurance plan. The Iowa Falls City Council, the special meeting, today at 6 p.m. at City Hall. A Waterloo clinic was swamped with calls in recent weeks after opening the rental application process for its apartments that are designed for rehabilitating Iowans with mental illnesses. It's only the third such intensive residential support home in Iowa, Elevate Behavioral Health Clinic has a two-unit, five-bedroom apartment complex providing short-term care for residents with intellectual disabilities. The apartment director, Paige Smith, says the response was overwhelming even before the apartments were available to lease. Smith says she got calls from case managers in every Iowa county. The apartment complex is next door to the clinic, which Smith says goes a long way to providing an exceptional level of support to residents. The first tenants are scheduled to move in this week. 
Tuesday, voters in the Belmont Clemmy School District approved a physical plant and equipment property tax levy not to exceed $1 per $1,000 of assessed property valuation for a period of 10 years. There was also one contested race on the Belmont Clemmy School Board to fill a vacancy for a large seat as Michelle Murphy defeated Mark Schlichting. The Cal School Board today will discuss the possibility of offering an early retirement package this year. The district currently has four employees that would be eligible for a plan. The Cal Board will also discuss the fiscal year 2024 certified enrollment. The Cal School Board meets today at 5.30 p.m. at the Cal Media Center in Latimer. Iowans are finishing up their lawn care for the fall with raking leaves, mulching, and aerating. As they prep for the winter ahead, one expert suggests they consider planting more than just grass next year. Botanist Paul Koch says a flowering lawn is a good way to help the environment as well as bees and monarchs. They will incorporate plants like clovers and other plants that flower at, at low mowing heights and provide some food and nutrition for various types of, of native pollinators. Now he says the so-called bee lawns look nice while helping to make your property more sustainable. Clover is, is commonly uh, seen in lawns. Oftentimes it's thought of as a weed because it looks different than the grass. But those clovers have an association with bacteria that pulls nitrogen out of the atmosphere and self-fertilizes your lawn. Coke says just doing a no-mow-may is not going to help bees and insects if your lawn has no flowers to help feed them. 11 Iowa State University Extension and Outreach staff members were honored last month at the Iowa 4-H Youth Fest Professional Development Conference. Board recipients were recognized for their impact on local communities, accomplishments in the field, and embodiment of the ISU Extension and Outreach 4-H mission. The visionary awards given to a team or individual who demonstrates an innovative programming effort, uses a different delivery method, includes a new avenue or partner, or reaches a new audience. Crystal Schnabel, Franklin County Youth and Family Outreach Coordinator and former Wright County Youth Coordinator, was recognized for creating a 4-H Clover Fest in Wright County. The Wright County 4-H Clover Fest is a free family event with games, education, and meals open to all. Clover Fest excited new 4-H families. Over 60 new youth gained interest in joining 4-H. Also on the go media, along with our friends at First Bank Hampton and Kerner Whipple Pharmacy are hosting a food drive from now through November 18th to see which business can collect the most donations for Franklin County food pantries before the Thanksgiving holiday. Donations can be dropped off at the Radio On The Go studios on Highway 65 North in Hampton, the Hampton and Latimer locations of First Bank Hampton, and at Kerner Whipple Pharmacy in downtown Hampton. Most non-perishable food items are being accepted as part of this friendly competition. All donations must be delivered to their respective location by 11 a.m. November 18th, and donations will be delivered on November the 21st. Today's guests on the Radio On The Go Newsmaker program are John and Brianne Shipper with the organization Santa's Little Helpers, who will talk about how families or businesses can adopt a family during the holiday season. The idea started 10 years ago as a way to help these uh, families or those families in need during the holiday season. The Radio On The Go Newsmaker program will air today following our noon newscast, also available on demand under the Newsmaker page at RadioOnTheGo.com. 
Today is Winter Weather Awareness Day in Iowa. Wintertime poses a wide range of threats to the American public, causing hundreds of people to be injured or killed each year as a direct result of winter weather. High winds, freezing rain or sleet, heavy snowfall, and dangerously cold wind temperatures are the main hazards associated with winter storms. One of the newest terms to be used by the National Weather Service is a snow squall. This is an intense but limited duration of periods of moderate to heavy snowfall accompanied by gusty surface winds, which result in reduced visibilities and whiteout conditions. Rapidly falling uh, temperatures in conjunction with the snow cause dangerous impacts to surface transportation. The high in the past 24 hours here at our studios, 59 and the low of 31. For Radio On The Go News, Brian Fincher reporting.